Can I choose not to answer? No, you can choose not to answer. <laughs> I both of you can both of you can answer this. Hi everyone, you're listening to the Grand Stand podcast. You're with me, Kavinka Fernando, and with me as usual are my two co-hosts, Shavin Webster and Abhishek Fernandez. It's been around three weeks since our last Q and A session or our first Q and A session, and this time we have two special guests to talk to us about. The NBA. Yes, that's it. This is a NBA special episode. Boys, could you all introduce yourselves to the audience? Hi, I'm Krimesh Pereira, and uh, I was the captain of St. Peter's basketball, and also played the position of point guard. My favorite team uh, in the NBA right now is the Warriors, alongside with the Timberwolves as well. Hi guys, my name is Nitesh. I was vice captain for the Peter's under 19 team with Krimesh, and I used to play power forward. So currently, my Favorite team is the Milwaukee Bucks. Wonderful stuff. And just before we get into the the NBA section of this episode, it's been a few weeks, and we really need to run you through everything what happened. Just the main sports like uh, football, F1, and cricket. So regarding football, it's been a very lively season. It's really unexpected. The Premier League, it's been a roller coaster ride. And uh, La Liga as well, with uh, both Real Madrid and Bas struggling. Abhishek, <laughs> but uh, but we also had some UCL action. Messi faced off against Ronaldo, and Ronaldo came up trumps on that. Another sad moment for Abhishek. But uh, <laughs> what's more exciting is still goals. Uh, but what's more exciting was the round of 16 draw. Liverpool versus Leipzig. Manchester City versus Borussia Gladbach, but most of all, it's Neymar's homecoming. That's right, PSG versus Barcelona. The last time PSG versus Barcelona was there, Neymar was a star man for Barcelona, and this time it's time for Neymar to make a mark. Yeah, coming up, the greatest European comeback. In case you don't know, the greatest yeah, the European greatest comeback. European comeback also might involve Barcelona, except that it happened at. <laughs> the greatest European comeback <laughs> with some of the most questionable refereeing as well. Yeah, Shavin, we are talking about the Champions League. You don't belong here. Can you please wait? <laughs> In the meantime, we have Shavin bring us some F1 action. Yeah, Shavin. So the F1 season came to a conclusion last Sunday uh, with the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Uh, Max Verstappen took his second win of the season uh, in the last race. Uh, flawless performance from Dutchman. And I think uh, brought to a close a brilliant season by him. I mean, finishing third in that uh, Red Bull uh, Honda car. Uh, apart from that, it was I know talking about the season, just Mercedes domination again, as we spoke about in, uh, in our previous episodes. But a bit of interesting news coming out in terms of the drivers next season. Uh, Red Bull actually said today that Alex Albon is not confirmed for 2021, and they're actually considering some other. Drivers as well. Uh, it could possibly be Checo Perez, who had a fantastic 2020 season, or even Nico Hulkenberg. So, I think that's something to look out for uh, for the F1 fans. Maybe it could be confirmed by the time this episode comes out. But for the F1 fan, I think that's something to kind of look forward to for the 2021 season. Thanks, Shavin, for that. We have some cricketing action brought to you by Abhishek. Abhishek, can you take this one? Yeah, the final of the LPL will take place tomorrow. That is the 16th. Of December, 
uh, of course as Shavin said with the fun by the time this episode comes out your guys will definitely know who won uh, the inaugural edition we'll obviously do a special episode on that because we feel that it deserves its credit and you know we need to talk about that in depth but uh, talking about the final we have Gaul who have had a brilliant turnaround they they were at the bottom of the table they had lost their first five games but they I think it's because of Shahid Afridi said he's, he's leaving and then <laughs> the boys back in Sri Lanka were like oh shoot <laughs> no better perform <laughs> I don't know what it is, but somehow they managed to turn it around. They beat yeah. Colombo, who are beating teams for fun. And they're in the final. And um, I think the team, <coughs> the whole country supporting Jaffna, um, they are, they are, they, they started started really well, but then lost a few games, but then found form at the right moment. So it's going to be a crack of a game. I think this tournament has been brilliant. We will talk about it in detail, but as a cricketing fan and as a diehard fan of Sri Lanka cricket, I think uh, this tournament has been huge for Sri Lanka cricket and the real winner will be Sri Lanka cricket and all the players around. Uh, talking about the international scene, we have the most anticipated test series coming up in just two days' time. That is the 17th of December. We have India going down to face Australia. They already had the limited over series. They're done with that. So now it's the much anticipated test series. Remember the last time these two went off against the series again India came down to Australia and they had their first ever series win Australia were a weak side then they had a lot of problems they lost their players due to the uh, incidents that happened in South Africa but since then they've gone on to retain the Ashes they've beaten every team that has come to uh, Australia and they are the number one side in the world at the moment Australia and India also are the two teams on top of the ICC World Test Championships and uh, my belief is that they will also make it to the finals but they need the points so it's going to be a cracking series I think it's going to be really uh, it's going to be a perfect example of what test cricket should be really exciting stuff coming up in cricket and now we move on to the segment which this show is dedicated to the NBA Shavin is going to take this and he's going to moderate it yeah uh, thanks Kavinka so <clears throat> we have the NBA season tipping off on uh, December 22nd just uh, around 83 days after the uh, last finals was played between the, the Lakers and the Heat. Uh, lots to talk about this season, you know, big trades, uh, star players coming back, lots to unpack. But I think a good starting point would be the, uh, the defending champions, the LA Lakers and um, how well they did last season. They made some you know, big, big moves uh, in the previous offseason getting some key players but so uh, I'll start off with uh, Nitesh I mean Nitesh in your opinion I mean what do you think makes this Lakers team so good and so formidable Yes I mean I think it's more of a balanced team like even the starting five and their bench both sides are very balanced in power rebounding defense and even the scoring side of it so in that way they are very powerful and a strong team and I guess they are another you know, favourite to win this year's playoffs as well. Also, just to follow up to your question, I mean, how do you think this team with uh, with LeBron and AD, how do you think it matches up with, you know, we've had some super teams in the past, right? And just two seasons ago, we had uh, Steph, KD, Clay, and the Warriors. Uh, how do you think this team matches up in comparison to those teams? Do you think it's as good or...? To me personally, I think uh, they are equal to the Warriors and KD but in the Warriors. But uh, now they have a better rebound in... Contrast Harris, yeah, they are on this like more of the same level for me. I think both teams have you know, two superstars. Warriors had Steph and KD, so I think the Le- uh, Lakers have LeBron and AD. So they are. I, I think I agree with what you said. I think they're somewhat uh, 
equal Primesh, you can take this. Uh, what do you think the Lakers' uh, chances are this season? I mean, they added Schroeder as well. I feel like they'll definitely retain the title because. <laughs> I mean, they're not adding too many superstars into their team. They're more or less adding like players to support the superstars, which is like the yes. main. That's what's needed in uh, like for a manager to understand. So, like they got in uh, even Mark Gasol. So that's a massive yeah. edge there because then AD doesn't have to like think about the rebounds. He can play his game. Just a follow up. Um, do you think that now the Lakers? I think Lakers have like 83 days rest, right, compared to some of the other teams which have had like a year off. Do you think on a I mean on a player like LeBron, LeBron's in his 17th season, getting old, do you think that will have an impact on him or do you think they'll manage the squad that way? I really feel like why they did all these new trades this season was to support that. Otherwise, I feel like they could have just gone with the same uh, team and played well again. But I feel like they did these trades so that they have a good enough bench to support uh, LeBron again for this season. So. That's pretty much uh, the th- my theory on why they spend so much money to get yeah. into so many players. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, thanks, Kamish. Uh, now moving to the the other uh, team in NLA, uh, Abhishek. Yeah, sure, Shavi. Uh, guys, talking about the Clippers. Uh, last season, many believed that um, the Clippers were actually one of the strongest teams, if not the strongest team on paper, especially with the acquisition of uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They had a pretty good um, regular season and they qualified for the playoffs as well. Uh, they pulled off a first-round series win despite losing a couple of games against the Dallas Mavericks. But then, it was the time where all NBA fans and experts were shocked when the Clippers actually blew a 3-1 series lead to lose three games in a row to the Denver Nuggets and they were knocked out. So, that was a, a shocking moment for all NBA fans. Krimesh, first of all, I want to know, did you do you agree? Did you agree actually with the fans and the experts when they said that the Clippers were actually the strongest team on paper? Or do you believe that it was just exaggerated? Uh, what do you think went wrong for them this season after okay. playing so well? Clippers were a pretty strong team last season. No doubt about that. They had Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George. Uh, so, the reason I feel like why they failed as a team to perform and get through to the conference finals and all was the fact that, see, again, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, both of them play shooting guard and small forward. So, where they're like playing a similar position, so where they have to like give up the ball for the other person to play. So, therefore, I feel like uh, even though they have two good players like that, they need to get a player who can support them in the post, which I feel like if that addition came on, they would have done much better. Uh, last season and I, I, I suppose the hype about Clippers was fair enough because uh, Kawhi straight off a championship came into that team and Paul George again uh, an experienced all-star player also was uh, taken into the same team so I suppose anyone would have been hyped about that but uh, overall they played well they played the season well but I think when it came to the playoff the problem again came who will take the final shot to win the game because Playoff is super competitive and the winning basket counts always. So it was that that issue just uh, that issue was the problem between uh, for the Clippers. All right, uh, Nitesh, talking about Paul George, um, he had a pretty good regular season, but uh, he had a pretty rough time in the playoffs. Do you think the Clippers made the right decision in giving him a hundred ninety million dollar contract? Hundred percent, because I think uh, Paul George is one of those players who end up. 
you know, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, and the other great names. Because he was more of a role player in his beginning season, but then later he slowly, slowly took a better, you know, star player approach to every team he played for. But in a way, like Krimi said earlier, I think the issue came, like during the playoffs, the issue came is like, who's going to shoot that last shot to win the game? Or maybe who's going to get the ball more? So Paul George actually needs that under ninety million dollar contract. Also, looking into next season, what do you think they need to do to improve? Um, they had us uh, obviously hired uh, Tyrone Lou, who coached the Cleveland Cavaliers to the championship title in two thousand sixteen. Also, Serge Ibaka was brought in, and uh, many, uh, I mean, hopeful Clippers fans, uh, they hope that you know a Leonard Ibaka partnership may inspire the Clippers to a title just the way. They inspired the Raptors just two years ago, in fact, uh, to win the NBA title. So, what do you think about uh, that situation? Uh, better supporting players, like even on the bench, because they have Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly to support them in the starting five. But what happens to them when there is no one else to replace them? So, I think they need a better, they need better supporting forwards. They will need a, like a few more better um, centers. Because they have Ibaka already as a power forward, but I think they need a proper, solid center. And do you think uh, with uh, Tyrone Lue coming in as their coach, that he can inspire them uh, to uh, put forward a potential title challenge? In the years to come, if they stick to this team and if they make changes accordingly, I think they will win a title. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Abhishek. Uh, so let's switch gears a bit to the NBA draft and the off season as well. Uh, Very busy off season. Before we get to that, let's look at the draft and uh, you know a bit of the new faces that have come in uh, to the NBA. Um, let's start with the top picks. I think uh, we had obviously we had Anthony Edwards uh, going to the Timberwolves. We had Wiseman going to the Warriors, and obviously the most hyped player, uh, Lamelo Ball, going to the Hornets. Um, since Krimesh is uh, somewhat of a Timberwolves fan as well, I'll uh, let Krimesh. Uh, talk a little bit about Anthony Edwards. What do you think, Premesh uh, of Edwards? How do you think he fits into this Wolves team? Uh, so Anthony Edwards, to be honest, was a great pick in there because uh, they needed a player to definitely cover up uh, the begins trade because uh, there was no one uh, to play his position. Even though they traded begins out because uh, they got in D'Angelo uh, Russell, who became a point guard. So. Uh, The trade there was good because again they needed a player to go strong into the basket, play with power, play to score. While their obvious other choice was going to be Lamelo Ball, uh, where he's more of a, a player who passes, assists, which they have both Ricky Rubio and uh, DeAndre Russell to do. So I feel like Anthony Edwards was definitely their best choice because he can shoot. He's a powerful player, defenses like great shot blockers, great pick there. Um, good stuff. Um, Before we get to Wiseman, let's just touch on Lamelo a bit. Obviously, the Hornets uh, traded for him, and the Hornets looks like they have a pretty okay team with Hayward as well. Uh, Nitesh, what do you think of how Lamelo fits into that team, and what do you think of that team this season? Personally, I think they needed Lamelo. They were playing with a uh, point guard who was a bit more laid back, but now I think Lamelo coming into the starting five, he will give much better assists. And he also rebounds. He had a 10 rebound game in his first uh, preseason game. And to me personally, I think he fits 
in there very well because they have good forwards, they have a good uh, center as uh, I think Siambo is playing center over there. So I think they, you know, gel well in together. Uh, do you think the Hornets can make the playoffs this season or do you know? I think they'll make a name this season. They'll probably, you know, get into conference semifinals. I'm not 100% sure, but I think yeah. because they're lacking experience for sure. But in the yeah, years to yeah. come, they are a proper, uh, like, proper team. Definitely. Let's just look at Wiseman before we go to the free agency. Uh, Wiseman obviously drafted by the Warriors. Uh, they needed a big, I think. Why do you, why do you think Kimesh uh, of the Wiseman draft? Uh, so Wiseman was a great draft to the Warriors. Like everyone, even though they expected the Warriors to trade that uh, pick to many other teams because they were they wanted Wiseman as well. But I think the Warriors kept hold of it because they really need a center. And plus, a draft is actually more or less a better way of getting a center than uh, a trade because a trade will uh, have a lot of money involved, giving up players involved. So I feel like this, like Wiseman, if you watch his uh, previous games before he uh, applied for the draft, like he played four games for NCAA and he played amazing. Like he's he scored so much, but then unfortunately he was not allowed to play the rest of the. Uh, tournament, but uh, however, he's an amazing pick, uh, pick and roll player, can shoot outside the perimeter. So, I feel like Weissman fits into the Warriors type of playing easily. So, it's a great pick for the Warriors. Thanks, Kimesh. Uh, I think Warriors are quite a popular team, so I think there'll be quite a bit of Warriors fans watching this. So, yeah. Uh, Warriors made a good pick this season. Um, Warriors are going to bandwagon kind of team, bro. I, I, back, in, back in 2018, uh, for some reason, I was also following Warriors. Not follow, following as in, I was just, just following. Because you started watching basketball and you saw Warriors. No, no, no. <laughs> Warriors were like a bandwagon fan because I mean, like all of a sudden they just became really good. But I believe, like, but I started supporting purely because of Andrew Wiggins, even though I like Steph Curry, like he's an amazing player and I give him like all the respect he needs. So, like, uh, Andrew Wiggins is the player I support uh, in the Warriors. So, again, yes. For me, Steph is the most exciting player to watch in the league. I mean, I know there are a lot of guys, but I don't know if you guys agree with me, but it's so exciting to watch, man. He's handling and he's shooting. It's so amazing. Yeah. But, and I think it yeah, started if, out because of Clay also. Like, Clay started performing yeah. all of a sudden, and mm-hmm. then Draymond Green came inside, and like, he also yeah. started rebounding much more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to reiterate um, on, that, uh, on that bandwagon point, I said while I was supporting them, a lot of people on the on their social media pages commented saying half the fans don't know this team before 2016 and things like that so that's why i asked whether it's a bandwagon like actual story no it's true because some people don't even know where the golden state warriors like well it's san francisco right yeah it's san francisco yeah exactly i know it because of the big bridge that's it i actually didn't know where it was <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of new Lakers fans this season as well. There'll be like, oh my god, Lakers, Lakers, Lakers yeah, Nation. Sure. Like sure. name, sure. name, name five players Lake, Broad, Jay. Quite an eventful off season, I think. A uh, bunch of trades happening and a bunch of free agents moving here and there. We obviously had. Uh, Chris Paul going to the Suns. Uh, there is rumors that James Harden might leave the Rockets. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, James Harden might be on a different team. 
but I think the biggest trade so far has to be John Wall Russell Westbrook. I think a very like for like trade. But uh, Nitesh, what do you think of yes. uh, the Rockets? You know, after getting John Wall. Uh, firstly, I want to say I think James Harden might stay with the Rockets because he has a good chance with the Rockets lineup right now. They, uh, they have John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, Trevor Reza, Peter Tucker, and a few other good key players. So I think he might stay back. And to me personally, the trade both teams benefited equally, right? Because they have more same caliber players for me personally. Okay, uh, Primesh, what do you think of the Wizards? I mean, they got Russell Westbrook. Former MVP, what do you think? How do you think that works for them? Uh, so, again, like Mitesh said, uh, they are actually they play a similar role. They both are super fast in fast breaks, and their offense style is so similar. So, I again feel like it will be a similar trade. But again, it's about the personality because uh, that was the reason for the trade. Because Russell Westbrook didn't enjoy staying in the Rockets, so he wanted to trade. But as uh, I mean. Uh, record uh, videos of uh, how their practice session went in Wizards. We can see that Russell Westbrook uh, really connected with Bradley Beal and he was really supportive to the younger players. So I feel like he really enjoys his uh, fit with the Wizards and I feel like he can give his best there because uh, he doesn't have another superstar covering his back. So he'll, he'll be able to play the way he used to play in the play in OKC. So he'll be able to give his full out in the Wizards. So yeah. With the support of Bradley Beal, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think we can definitely expect uh, more triple doubles again. Maybe another triple double season. You never know. Okay, guys. Uh, before we move on, we have a few fan questions. So feel free to give your opinion. Um, so the first question actually was asked by Gavin. Uh, you all know he actually wanted this episode very badly. So Gavin, hope you're happy. So um, Krimesh, um, a question to you. Uh, what do you think will happen to the Nets this season with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving returning? Uh, so, what I believe is the team in general is very strong because even last season, the Nets performed really well without the both of them. Like their bench, their backup players are really good. So, to add to that, Kyrie and KD coming in is a great strength, but it will always be the question of how well they'll perform together. Because Kyrie and KD both are extremely good scorers. They score 30 points average for almost every game, 30 to 35 points. So it's about how well they share the ball. Because they're playing two different positions, like a power forward where Kevin Durant's playing and point guard is Kyrie. So I feel like if they really manage to share the ball well, Nets will be definitely one of the top contenders. Yeah. Nitesh Gavin also asks, uh, how do you think the Heat will fare this season? Now that Kevin Durant has returned for the Nets. For me, I think they will definitely go at least a five-game head-to-head season. But to me, I think the Heat can shut down the Nets if uh, KD and Kyrie play their normal playing style because both of them, I mean, they're good as individual scorers. But putting them in the same team, I'm really not sure unless you change their mentality. Because for me, Kyrie played a killer season with the Celtics and he played that mainly alone to me. But the Heat will fare better because they are more of a stronger team on their defensive side. Alright, great. Thanks a lot, Nitesh. Uh, the next question was actually asked by Gavin's brother, our good friend Dion. 
Krimesh, I, I of course think I, I can't say, I can't be certain, but I think he is directing, might direct this towards you. I'm not going to <laughs> uh, decide that. I'm just going to ask the question. Can I choose not to answer? No, you can choose not to answer. <laughs> I, both of you can, both of you can answer this because it, I mean, I think it, I, I mean, I'll just, I'll just ask the question. <laughs> is anyone really a basketball player if they can't dunk? Ow. That <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. I didn't say. You can, I, I just, you can I blame this on Jitesh for posting dunking videos. <laughs> yeah. Like my official answer would be that even if you dunk or shoot it just under the basket, you still get the same amount of points. But to be fair, in a basketball game, people want to see dunks. There are a person who can't dunk can't give that show. But there are so many other things uh, that are much more that are equally nice to watch to a dunk. So that's Beyond's official answer. I shall give him the unofficial one later on. That's a new I mean, you can always go for the lane, like Krimi said. There are like there are equal stuff that you can do to give the same reaction. Like you can take ankle break or you can like have a fade away three. It's the same thing. But yeah. I mean, it will always give you that boost as a team. Alright guys, so that brings us to the conclusion of the first segment of our NBA episode on the Grandstand.